Welcome to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press, home of Books Off the Beaten Path. This is a podcast for our readers to get to know the authors of our books and look between the pages and behind the scenes. Plus, at the start of each month, we will offer readers a limited time code for a discount on the featured book. Your hosts are the co-owners and managing editors of Mount Zion Ridge Press. Welcome to this episode of Books on the Ridge, the podcast from Mount Zion Ridge Press. I'm Michelle Levine, one of the owners and guilty parties. The reason Tamara isn't welcoming you to today's podcast is because she's in the hot seat as our guest author. So my co-host is our marketing director, Penny Frost McGinnis. Say hi, Penny. Hello. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Tamara's new curriculum. So let's get started. Tamara's new book, which we'll be discussing in today's podcast, is Building a Fortress in God. Pastor Tamara Kraft has been a children's pastor for over 30 years. She's the director of a ministry called Revival Fire for Kids, where she mentors other children's leaders, teaches workshops, and is a children's ministry consultant and children's revivalist. She's a recipient of the 2007 National Children's Leaders Association Shepherd's Cup for Lifetime Achievement in Children's Ministry. Tamara hosts the children's ministry podcast called Ignite Kid Men, available on most podcast providers, and provides coaching and resources for Ignite Kid Men patron subscribers. Find out more about this at Revival Fire 4, the number 4, kids.com slash ignite also goes to churches all over the country and does children's revivals teacher training and children's ministry consultations you can find out more about revival fire for kids at the same website revival fire the number four kids.com and tamra's latest book is building a fortress in god you can buy any three of Tamara's Building Foundations curriculum on Mount Zion Ridge Press website and get the fourth one absolutely free. Just use the code, and this is all caps, RF, the number four, K-S-E-T. You can also get a dollar off Building a Fortress in God in paperback or PDF by using the code FORTRESS. All caps, F-O-R-T-R-E-S-S. Tell us a little about your Building Foundations curriculum. How did you decide we needed another children's church curriculum? And how is Building Foundations different from other curriculum that other publishers are offering? Well, most publishers nowadays offer one-size-fits-all curriculum. And that makes it pretty watered down because it's got to be acceptable to Baptists and Methodists and Pentecostals and, and Church of Christ and whatever denomination does it. They don't have the basic foundations of the gospel. They have more or less be good curriculum, which is what I consider behavior modification curriculum. <laughs> and okay. behavior... Behavior modification curriculum just teaches you how to be good. It doesn't teach you how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I am Pentecostal. My curriculum is Pentecostal. It 
tell it teaches all the uh, essentials and foundational beliefs of Pentecostals that includes salvation and spiritual warfare and even speaking in tongues and all of that stuff. So that's what makes my curriculum different. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about building a fortress in God and why you named it that and maybe a little bit about the book itself? Well, the fortress is something mentioned a lot in Psalms that God is our fortress and that we don't have to fear because God is our fortress. And even Proverbs says that the name of the Lord is a fortress. And so I'm teaching the children that, that we don't have to be afraid of anything because God is our fortress in this curriculum. It also goes a little further and a little deeper than most curriculums on spiritual warfare. Most of them, all you hear about is the armor, but you also hear about it in a very uh, behavior modification type way. We should tell the truth. We should, you know, have our minds in the right place, all this stuff. Well, we go a little deeper. We talk about fear and how to get over it. We talk about the inner witness where God's spirit directs us when there's danger that we, if we're, one example I use in the curriculum is if a girl is going to a birthday party that her parents have given her permission to go to and the Holy Spirit talks to her spirit, not to her mind or not out loud, but to her spirit about danger at that birthday party, then she shouldn't go even if she has permission because the Holy Spirit's warning her that there's a problem there. Uh, that's just one example. I also talk about the truth in that curriculum a lot different than most people do. Yeah, it's important to tell the truth, but I go a little deeper that culture today does not tell the truth. It lies. And we have to be people of truth and we have to believe the truth, even if the culture is telling us lies. And I go into some of those lies. So it's not for the faint of heart, but it is all in a very simple way. We don't sexualize children or go that far and talking about that kind of stuff. But we do warn the children about things that are lies. And it even goes into the occult and why we should stay away from the occult and categories of things that we should stay away from, not naming TV shows or books, but categories of things that that we need to be careful that we stay away from the occult. And also it talks about the name of Jesus, how we should pray in the name of Jesus and speak things in the name of Jesus. And then the last curriculum is we have received the victory through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So we should tell other people about what God has done for us. And we should know that we are saved because Jesus died on the cross for our sins and we are protected from the enemy. So that's a little bit what it's like and why it's different than most spiritual warfare curriculum. We do have the armor, but we go a little deeper. Well, Tamara, I love your passion about teaching children. That That's just wonderful. And I understand there are downloadable resources and skits in this curriculum, which sound fun. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, most people use video projectors or PowerPoints. Uh, we give them the slides that they need 
for the various parts of the lesson. We even give them rules slides so they can put up the slides for the rules. But we this curriculum, we did a little something different that we haven't done in the other curriculums. The skits, the puppet skit and the other skit that we have, we recorded them and they can download those skits on video. So if they don't have someone who will do a skit with them, if they're a smaller church and they just don't have the resources to do those skits, they can play the video. Of course, it's better if you have a live skit, but it does help churches that don't have the resources for that. Sounds wonderful. There's a lot of flexibility Well, now we come to the really, really important part of the podcast. I know we have joked previously about if you don't answer this question, we might not want to work with these authors anymore. But Tamara, what kind of tea do you like? (laughs) I love tea leaves tea, not the bags, the actual tea leaves that you steep. Uh, Some of my favorites are I really love Golden Monkey of Vietnam Lom Estate when it comes to black teas. Uh, when it comes to uh, not as much of a fan of Earl Grey, but I do drink it occasionally. When it comes to the oolong teas, I like uh, Monkey Picked Oolong is my favorite. And when it comes to white teas, I do like white and cream Earl Grey. I uh, am particularly fond of that when it comes to green teas. I'd like lavender teas. So if you want to get me some tea for Christmas, that's what I like. (laughs) (laughs) Bribery. Yes. (laughs) And you know, I am an editor at Mount Zion Ridge Press. A cup of tea with your submission would be just perfect. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yes. I just I just had this vision of a very soggy package arriving in the mail. <laughs> All right, just give me the tea leaves. I'll make my own cup. <laughs> do you just do you just drink straight tea or do you put anything with it? I used to use sugar and then I was trying to get rid of sugar, so I used honey. But now I just use straight tea. Now Don't get me wrong. If I have to use one of those disgusting tea bags, I will put honey or sugar or whatever's available in there just to take the bitterness taste out. But if I'm drinking the tea leaves that are really good, I drink them straight because they usually are very smooth and they don't have that bitter taste to them. All right. So along with that, is tea part of your ritual before you start writing? And and tell us a little about your process for writing. Absolutely. Tea is definitely a ritual. I like to have a good cup of tea. I usually write in my office or out on the porch with the dog. And, and I try to take the dog for a long walk before I write so I don't get interrupted by him wanting to go for a walk or go potty, you know. Uh, but... Mostly, I just like to be uninterrupted. Well, do you have a door on your office? Yes, we have barn <laughs> doors on my office. Ah, so and you my, can't keep the puppy out. 
Right. My husband knows that when the barn doors are closed, he probably shouldn't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) So you do have a specific office set aside in your house for. Oh, yes. And I have a beautiful view. I live on a mountain. Actually, I live on Mount Zion Ridge. (laughs) That's the name of the company. But I have a beautiful view of the mountain. Sometimes I'll see deer outside my window. Right this time of year, I see a lot of turkey outside my window. And my favorite time was when I saw a deer nursing her doe outside my window. Oh, fun. As long as I don't see bear outside there, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you saw all the beautiful leaf leaf colors as well. Oh, yes. All the trees that are there. Definitely lots of leaves, lots and lots of leaves in our yard and acorns too. (laughs) (laughs) Mighty oak. You know, one of these days, one of these days we should, we should have some video with the podcast just so um, our listeners can see what we look like. You're going to have to find a different place to record the podcast. Oh, because Tamara sits in her closet to record podcasts for better audio quality. I do. I have a walk-in closet with all these clothes and it makes a very good sound quality, but it would not be a good quality for a video. Yes. Maybe I'll just take pictures of my office view and you could post them on the uh, comments of the video or the podcast. I mean, that would be fun. Yes. <laughs> Well, do you have any plans for the near future once this book is released? And are you working on something in the same vein or going in a different direction? Already full steam ahead on a new book? (laughs) Well, next I need to finish my third book of the Ladies of Oberlin Fiction Historical Series. And I'm going to have to finish writing that. But as far as curriculum, I have three ideas for my next curriculum, and I haven't decided which direction to go next, although I probably will do all three at some point. The first is a a thing that says, who is God? Who am I? Talks about who God is and who we are in Christ. And then the second one is uh, called Follow Me, and I'm thinking of a social media type theme. But it would basically be discipleship and the disciples in the Bible, not just the 12, but other disciples too. And then uh, the third one I'm thinking of, I was thinking about doing a curriculum on truth, on what is true and what is not true. It still sounds really relevant, you know, (laughs) considering what you were talking about earlier about what's lacking in children's church curriculum. Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, like I said, most curriculum does water down the gospel and water down everything about the gospel. And I teach children in simple ways and make it simple, but you can teach the deep truths of God in a simple way. So... For instance, sanctification, big, long word. When I teach it to kids, I basically say it's the power to say yes to God and no to sin. Deep concept, easy way to explain. 
I think that would work well with some of us adults as well. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Simplify. And for this curriculum with the inner witness learning to hear the voice of God, I talk about a traffic light. If we get an icky feeling in our stomach about something, it's a red light. And if we feel peace and joy about it, it's a green light. And if we're confused, it's a yellow light. So even there, there's a simple way to explain this deep truth. That's great. Um, you recently started a podcast called Ignite Kid Men. What can you tell us about that and where can people find that? Well, if they get on any podcast streaming service and type in Ignite Kidmen, they should find it. And they could also type in my name. But basically, I uh, talk to children's leaders about how to teach the deep things of God to children and to not water down things. I also have a subscription service where people can sign up and pay a, a little fee and they can get things like free resources. And I'll do a Zoom call with them every month. And if they pay a little higher fee, they can get some extra resources and maybe even my private telephone number if they have a problem, things like that. So. It's great. So full service, yeah. teaching the teachers as well as teaching the kids. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, on the website, it says you're available for children's revivals, kids crusades and vacation Bible school. So what exactly would be involved in a typical kids cr revival or kids crusade? Basically, it's a full blown children's service. We have fun activity songs. We have games. We have skits. We have puppets. We have praise and worship. We have uh, all object lessons. And many of the object lessons would be gospel illusions that I do as object lessons and a message and even an altar service. So it's a Full service children's service with all the bells and whistles and the kids really enjoy it and they really get close to God through it. Um, it's not unheard of that uh, every child in the place who has learned to be good in church but has not learned the gospel explained fully that every child in that church that I do a children's revival and gets saved. So but it's a lot of fun. We we make it very fun for the kids, but we also make it deep. The multimedia experience. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have the set and we we have two different themes right now. One is Western and called Firestarters, and the other is a firefighter theme, get fired up for God. And we're working on getting a third theme that would be more or less the river of God and the theme is going down the river on a boat, like in the Amazon or something and learning Fun. about that. <laughs> so. How come we never had stuff like that when we were kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't go to church till I was a teenager. So ah, that might explain it. You, yeah. know, you, you weren't conditioned to expect the boring sit still sit up, don't talk, don't write in the margins of the bulletin. <laughs> well, actually, I do have 
five rules that I always tell the kids. They're called the five ups. Sit up straight, hush up. Don't get up and run around or go to the bathroom without permission. Oh, <laughs> um, listen up. I forgot. Listen that. up. And then the last one is worship up, which means when we worship, you stand up and you participate. <laughs> awesome. That's great. great. Well, so. if you're interested in Tamara's curriculum, this is a great deal for you. Remember, you can buy any three of Tamara's Building Foundations curriculum on Mount Zion Ridge Press on the website and get the fourth for absolutely free. Just use the code, all caps, RF4KSET, and you can also get a dollar off Building a Fortress in God in paperback or PDF by using the code all, in all caps, FORTRESS, F-O-R-T-R-E-S-S. Okay. And that is through November 30th. Yes. So take advantage of that offer and get your curriculum now. <laughs> and I also have a Christmas curriculum if you want to get that now. Yes. Check out the website for that information. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to have to wrap things up. So any last words, any last words of wisdom in closing up this podcast? Well, I hope that you enjoy my curriculum. I I guess I want to emphasize relationship with God over knowledge or behavior, because the the knowledge should lead to a relationship with God, or it's just head knowledge. And if they don't have a relationship with God, they don't have the ability to be good. I mean, they might be better than some kids, but they don't really have the ability to be good unless the Holy Spirit lives in them. And the Holy Spirit's not going to live in them unless they're saved. So we want, that's what this curriculum is all about, building foundational relationships with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks for chatting with us. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Thanks for everybody for listening and stay tuned for more, more podcasts about upcoming books and feel free to check back in back episodes. You might find a book that you really want. So thanks for coming to Books on the Ridge. Thanks for listening to Books on the Ridge, a production of Mount Zion Ridge Press home of books off the beaten path. Check our website, www.mountzionridgepress.com for more information. Please consider subscribing to support this podcast. Plus, receive regular updates and more discounts as our way of saying thanks. Please come back next week for a new discussion with another Mount Zion Ridge Press author. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. We certainly did. <laughs>